Okie dokie, folks, and welcome back to Monday Night Shaw right here on Love Wrestling. My name is Kyle Shaw, a.k.a. The Canadian Goose, Hong Kong Honk. And uh, today on the show uh, is one of my more recent uh, opponents, uh, a man I wrestled in uh, Red Deer for the Canadian Wrestling's Elite. It's uh, Derek Cross. How are you doing, Derek? Good. Good, Kyle. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. It's, uh, okay. I'm, I'm glad to have you on here. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. Uh, right on. Well, I right before we started this up, I asked you if you'd done any other uh, podcasts, and you you mentioned uh, that this is uh, your first podcast. It is, yeah. Um, haven't really searched any of that out, and apparently, uh, no one's searching me out either. So, uh, you're the you're the first guy to ask. Uh, well, well, that surprised me because, like, uh, you know, I've 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 been around for a little while. And yeah. even before I started wrestling, I was rain announcing and stuff. And you've always kind of been around on the scene. How long have you been wrestling for? I uh, had my first match December 05. Um, so started training with uh, Lance in his first class September uh, that same year. And then, yeah, right before uh, end of the year, got on the last Stampede show of 2005. And uh, been going pretty much consistently ever since. Had some obviously time off in between. But I guess what's that now? Uh, 17 coming up on 18 years? Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's almost twenty years. Yeah, and you said you you uh, you trained with Lance. Yeah, so I was in his uh, first class when that first started. So, oh, okay. Managed How did that go? To... Good. It was it was a lot of fun. I actually I wasn't I didn't even know Lance was having a class at the time. So I uh, was in college. Decided I wanted to do the whole try wrestling thing. I was I was trying to get a hold of Stampede Wrestling. I'd sent a bunch of emails and just wasn't getting anything back from their website. Um, okay. So I reached out to Johnny Devine, who had kind of was one of the guys who had kind of I'd known from Stampede being around, had watched him do some stuff with them and, and found his email and asked him. And he was basically like, Hey, like, I don't really know if they're doing much right now and I don't know what to tell you, but I know Lance is starting a school, check him out and send me the link. And I, I managed to find it that way. So. Who who was uh, in charge of Stampede at that time? Like who would have been running those uh, the, the wrestling cl- school? As as far as I know, Bruce was running was supposed to be running the classes and stuff at that time. It was uh, Bill Bell was doing the actual Stampede shows, like the actual wrestling shows at the time. But uh, Bruce had the the wrestling school name at the time. And, okay, so who did you who did you end up wrestling in your first match? Uh, it was uh, Carlo Cannon, who was also in my cl- in the first class there. So we had uh, we basically had a setup where he and I, uh, Lance was our guest referee, and it was kind of like we were like a showcase match for the school, oh, okay. essentially on the show. Like I think we basically got booked because he agreed with Bill he'd be on the show and and you know help try to draw, and that's that's how we got on the show there. So which which was funny because uh, Carlo too was uh, he had the same kind of. His situation was worse with Stampede. He had actually been told that he could come train, had moved from Australia to come and do it. Uh, got there, went out for, I guess, dinner with Bruce to talk about training. And uh, Bruce basically told him, it's like, yeah, we don't really have a school right now. Don't know what to tell you. Just uh, hang out. When we have something, we'll let you know. <laughs> and then uh, and then we we'll pay for the pay for the wings too, apparently. So uh, what? it was pretty funny. Yeah, he moved from Australia to come here and do that. And uh, he got uh, hung out to dry. And that's how he found Lance. So... Uh, pretty funny that way. Oh boy, that that's I mean, 
that's 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 not funny at all. Actually, that's pretty horrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's funny. It's funny because it worked out for him, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, uh, did he continue wrestling? Yeah, he's he's still he still is. He's back in Australia. He actually has his own school and stuff there as well. Uh, and and I think he's actually the actually pretty sure he's the 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 school in Australia that people try to go to over there to wrestle with, right? So. Um, yeah, so Carlo's been doing pretty well. He's still wrestling and stuff as well. I know he had some some injuries over the years, but I think uh, I think he's doing well now. So solid. Um, was was there anyone else that we might be familiar with uh, in your uh, first class there? No, uh, there's only five of us in the first class. So it was uh, us two, and then Sheldon, who was a a, guy, a local guy who I don't think he only wrestled for about a year, and then he stopped, and then. Uh, there was Jorge from uh, Puerto Rico who he went for a little while and then he kind of stopped as well. And then um, Kelman, which he's kind of pseudo legendary status for just being a really interesting, short, um, odd French guy that was around for a while. And then he kind of disappeared as well. So uh, it's, there was only five of us, but again, only two, uh, two of us are still doing shows as it is right now. So. Okay. Yeah, solid. And and so uh, with uh, all a lot of guys like your buddy coming from Australia and stuff, did you happen to make any like connections out there, uh, or have you primarily only wrestled in Alberta? Um, primarily Alberta. Um, I've wrestled pretty much uh, like all the provinces, uh, BC out to Quebec. Um, I've done a lot of stuff out down in the some of the states in the Pacific Northwest as well. Um, but nothing, uh, nothing Australia or anything like that. Um, he was kind of, Carla was always kind of jumping back and forth here. And then just when it just didn't, uh, didn't make the jump myself to try to back, go back over that way. So. Oh, so fair enough. But at least you've, yeah. you've got to wrestle from everywhere from BC to Quebec. That's pretty cool. So did yeah. you do that with, uh, with Danny Duggan? Did you go on any of those like really super long, like 30 some odd, uh, day tours and stuff? No, it wasn't with him. It was stuff like, uh, Ernie Todd when he still had, uh, like the Canadian wrestling federation going back in the day with him. And then, uh, some of the stuff I did too with, uh, Candelo did one of his death tours as well. Um, oh, so okay. those were, those are kind of the way the, the Quebec one, even it wasn't like Montreal or anything like that. It was, uh, we did these Ernie Todd shows and we ended up going um, like North, North, North Quebec to a point where it's the highway you go on. You have to tell them when you get, you have to go to like a check stop, say, this is where we're going. This is how long we'll be. This is when we'll be back. And they kind of keep track of who's on the highway and where they're going just because it's so yeah. isolated. So we drove to the end of that highway and then we took planes to get to where we wrestled in Quebec. So, um, oh wow! It was, yeah, it was uh, it was basically like northern northern uh, tip of uh, Hudson uh, Bay there. So cool experience wow. and a really cool town and stuff like that. But it was uh, it's definitely in the middle of nowhere. Like it's it's crazy how like I hear all these stories about these northern death tours and they seem to happen frequently. Like yeah, sometimes multiple times a year. I mean, obviously with the COVID thing, that probably. Uh, put it on ice for a little while but uh, it seems like other than that it seems to be running like f many many times a year but it's also like you just hear all these stories of this crazy hardship and and whatnot but like it's got to be like some of the funnest like shows because like those fans are in the in these weird places that never get anything right like oh yeah it's there it's you know it's intense it's something for them to do and it's it's 
yeah, like when, when you're not getting much and you, again, a lot of these people, unfortunately can't always get out of town and go to do things. So like when, when wrestling comes to town, especially when you're like Northern Manitoba and a lot of these places, um, some of these shows are just paid for by the town. Right. So everyone can come out and watch it. And it's a great time for them to, to experience something and, and have a show and have something to do with at night. And, but it makes for great crowds too, right? Cause they've, they've never seen it as much. So, you know, it's, you can really take your time, have a lot of fun and, and really, really learn how to work a crowd, right? Like you go to some of these places, like one of the shows we did on, on our death tour, um, for some people they know, like if there happens to be like a death on one of the, in one of the towns, one of the reserves, they, they cancel everything. Right. So you can lose your shows based off of those kind of things, which is understandable. Um, so we had that and we had like a couple days in between shows and we ended up just going to a town and it was like, we went to a town, we talked to them, they let us in the gymnasium and we set up the ring and they announced it over the radio and it took within, so it was like a three hour decision of, Hey, we're going to go here and see. <clears throat> and we started a show with three hours later and had, you know, 150 people at this show just because they announced it over the local radio and came out of oh, nowhere. So that, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like, so it's, three hours notice. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, there's, there's, you know, promotions around here that would love to get draws on such small amount of times notice, you know, and we live in like love that <laughs> cities with millions of people in them, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, but they're, they're fun shows. So it's, it's always a good time that way. Do you have any wild stories of like crazy uh, travel conditions up north or anything like that? Or dealing um, with uh, the character that is uh, uh, Tony Candelo? Like I've only ever heard stories about him, but yeah. there always seems to be lots of good ones. There's always good ones. No. So we would do like a couple of quick ones with Tony. Like so Tony would always do uh, like local TV, local radio where he could. And uh, they were doing a show and they're talking about all the wrestlers on the show. And uh, for some reason, he obviously Tony has a really thick kind of like French Canadian accent. So sometimes pronunciation doesn't always work the best uh, in his favor. So he went to go say my name. And for some reason, he uh, just called me Dukas with my first <laughs> name. <laughs> So on like live TV going through the card, he's announced it and he says Dukas and there's again there's wrestlers behind him and of course everyone knows and just the guys trying not to like break break face on, on camera because that's going on and he's just like talking about the wrestlers on the show and Duke is cross and it's like I mean most people don't know my name anyway, so it's probably fine, but uh were you the baby face? Or <laughs> no, unfortunately like, I was the heel and I don't again nobody probably uh, even remembered it, but just you should have just called him on it right there. Get my name oh, right. You punk? I don't know. I, I, was, I wasn't on the TV at the time where I probably would have, but it was, uh, yeah, it's just funny that just like when you're, again, 10 guys in a couple of vans driving in the middle of nowhere and you've got nothing else to do, that kind of stuff becomes really funny really quick. So, um, and then, Dukas, <laughs> yeah. And then, so we get back and we all went to like Boston Pizza after we got back for dinner and he's standing there, he starts talking to us about different stuff and, it's like Boston pizza. We're in the family side of the restaurant. All of a sudden he's just talking and he like pulls out a cigarette cause he's going out for going out for a heater and he's just standing there and all of a sudden he just starts lighting a cigarette and just starts talking and puffing in the middle of like Boston pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and like, just like watching him and just like, doesn't care. Nobody cares. Like even like the people around him, like just like everybody's like looking at him, but nobody like seems like they're going to say anything about it. And he's just, 
just in his own like world, but it's the most amazing thing to watch at the same time. So is this just the situation where everybody just kind of knows who he is and they're cool with it? Or I guess I or like yeah, it's just like <laughs> hey, who's this weird old guy, old French Canadian guy smoking in a restaurant? Somebody gonna say something? And then he just like walks out and does it anyway. So apparently know, no one is. No one's, <laughs> no, no one's gonna say a thing. Just hawks half of it while he finishes the story before going outside. So yeah, yeah. I, I really uh, I really enjoy those stories, man, because you get all kinds of crazy stuff, and they like like I say, it's been going on for like you hear stories from like guys like Jericho and Edge and all them guys too. So like, yeah, this stuff has been happening for like you know thirty forty years. Yeah, it has, right? Like, yeah, like because again, that's the one reason why, like again, you hear Lance talk about doing those tours and stuff like that, and the fun of him doing it with like. Don Callis and like Jericho Edge, all those guys doing it. And it's like, it's a cool story. And it's, you know, if you're going to wrestle and, and learn, it's a fun way to, a fun way to do it. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely you, interesting. Did you ever have a chance to go back uh, like uh, a few years after Lance's first class and uh, like go back and see any of his future classes and like compare his style of training from when he began to later on down the road? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I helped with some later classes a little bit, and then Lance was always great. Like, he always wanted his students to work with guys who had more experience or had kind of worked other places and stuff, so had different ideas on things. So, he was always very cool if, like, if I wanted to, like, pop by for a class and and help out or, like, if they were doing matches and stuff like that, reach out and kind of do that. And he would do that for a lot of guys who had been in his class previously. Um to have him come by and just work some matches with different people to give him some extra experience. So I got to see a lot of what his progression was that way. So. And how, how, how did his, uh, how did his like style uh, change over time? Um, you know what? It actually stayed fairly consistent. I would, I would say like, so he had a very, his theory was obviously like he wasn't going to try to wing guys out of the business that they'll do that on their own. Um, he tried to give everyone the best chance they had, you know, they came, they paid their money and they're trying, he'll try to do that. Um, I think for him, he, it obviously like frustration obviously sets in after a while when, when you sign to kind of start seeing the same kind of guys who aren't taking it as seriously as, as maybe other people are. Um, his classes got so big that he would have to start splitting up classes and he would split them up between guys who were getting it and guys who really weren't. And so he would do the classes and I found he just, Towards the end, he just got more and more honest with people about the prospect of what their future in wrestling is and what they should really look at and think about and doing. Um, so that would be probably the biggest thing I would say is he probably just became more of a realist for people, which, um, I mean, if you know Lance, he's he's always been a realist, so that's, that's saying something, but... Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. I actually don't know Lance. I don't think I... I, I yeah, no, I've never met Matt, met him. Yeah. Um. I've just heard, I mean, is another, another character in wrestling that I've heard lots of stories about because I associate with, you know, a lot of folks that uh, have trained with him and stuff. Yeah. Especially in this area, right. There's a lot of guys who have at least done some stuff with him, and, and he's done a lot around Calgary, obviously too, and based off of his character and his persona over the years too. Right. So he's, he's kind of known around here for obviously with wrestling a lot. I mean, obviously, after Brett, but <laughs> um, yeah, he's definitely yeah. made some huge contributions to like, I mean, like not only wrestling in general, but especially like Alberta wrestling. Cause there's just yeah. so many, so many 
uh, guys I know that have, uh, you know, either begun their training with uh, Lance or continued it or. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, and he's, yeah. he's, he's well regarded. Like there's no reason not to. Right. Well, and I mean, yeah, he opened his school right out of doing OVW training, which was the developmental at the time for WWE. Right. So, I mean, he was basically bringing the stuff that he was training the guys that were signed to his own school and, you know, you have his connections and you have his, his mind and his abilities. It's a great head start. Um, you know, I remember doing some of my first tours for, um, some guys like, you know, going to Saskatchewan and Manitoba and doing small tours and you would talk to guys and it'd be like, you know, they couldn't, they didn't understand that, you know, I'd only been wrestling, you know, three months, six months and not just me, other guys from other classes too, because the, the training and the fundamentals that, you get from Lance were, were so different than I think a lot of guys were getting that it just, like, you were already two, three steps ahead of where everyone else is starting from. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where we're, we're very fortunate around here that we have like a guy like Lance Storm. Like, I mean, Saskatchewan is, 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 uh, I mean, kind of barren as far as like actual like rep wrestling schools go, you know, yeah. as far as I'm aware, you know, like, I mean, there might be one or two places, but you're, I mean, and no offense to anyone there, but like, you're going to be training with like the local Saskatchewan guys who have probably not wrestled for, yeah. you know, ECW or WWE or <laughs> WWCW or that's just it right even if i was to start my own school it's like it's no offense to me but like it's not the same it's it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a different point a different starting point right so no matter how much you do it it's having that leg up right it's it's different is is that uh something you ever uh, gave any credence to or or thought about um a little bit yeah i don't know I'm, i i enjoy it i enjoy doing that kind of stuff when i can but uh like helping and that kind of thing but as far as i mean starting my own school obviously again like there's enough guys in Calgary now who, who have those going right now. We're starting a school isn't uh, probably the the most financially beneficial way to go. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I haven't, uh, I wouldn't say no to opportunities with helping out in, in any one of those kind of things. I think sometimes I have stuff to offer people. I don't know if anyone else thinks that or not, but um, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised do, so. that you're not involved in any of that already. Like I would have uh, suspected you would already be like one of the trainers down at the uh, uh, Alberta wrestling Academy or the workhorse place, or, you know, um, uh, like you were saying, you had connections with uh, Johnny divine there. They're all, all those places are training down in Calgary right now. Yeah, they I'm, are. So. I'm, I'm I'm super surprised they, they they're not taking advantage of your uh, of your uh, services and uh, like are you are you yeah. at the putting, at the same uh, time putting it out there like if no I, I mean I haven't really put that out there either right I mean I've got I've got my family I've got my my kid and stuff like that and that keeps me uh, pretty busy too so I mean I want to be able to spend time with them and and still wrestle and and doing those things um take up enough time with uh with life and and the job and that kind of stuff in the way anyway so right now yeah. it probably doesn't make the most sense but who knows that's fair um um did you uh you said that you that lance had a lot of like connections that the students could take advantage of did you ever get any opportunities to um, get some like a tryout match with wwe or tna or any of that um jazz like that 
Yeah, yeah. Like Lance has Lance hooked me up with with stuff like that before with tryouts. Um, one of like I mean, it was kind of he did he did hook me up and he always helped me out and he always would, especially like if I if I was even asking for for things now. I mean, as long as again he'll be honest with you on what he thinks and why and that kind of stuff. But he would still help me out if I asked him to on things and um and that way and probably would. But uh, it was also tough too because I mean, again, I started in '05 and right before my like WWE kind of was coming up, but not really at that point. And then right before they kind of did when I would have been ready the first time was when um, everything kind of around the, the Benoit stuff happened and, and WWE kind of disappeared from Western Canada for a while. And yeah. uh, so, I mean, and then that was a long wait until they came back before I had an opportunity with that years later. But yeah, Lance, uh, Lance definitely did, uh, did hook me up with my, my chance where I've had that. And then I did do, um, I went down to a tryout in uh, the old FCW days as well. So, Did you get a chance to like uh, wrestle any big name guys in any like uh, notable dark matches or anything? Um, no, I didn't get the dark matches. I did the, um, Cody Rhodes was doing the, the bag over the head gimmick at the time. Um, so me and another guy got to do, uh, got to walk down in the suits and hand out the bags and stuff to the fans. Um, so that was, that was my big highlight for that one, which, which is great. Cause even like, uh, even like Cody Rhodes is going, he's like, it's like he, the guys who want the bags, like the, the fans that really want the bags, like give it to them. It's hilarious because they put it on already for themselves. So they're helping me get this over. Like, it's like, if the idiots want the bags, hand it to them. Don't hand it to the people who don't want it. It's like, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So yeah. Don't, don't fight against the grain, right? No, exactly. Make it easier on yourself. So. Oh, yeah. Right on. Um, yeah. You recently did have a chance, though, to uh, tangle with uh, the masterpiece Chris Masters. Yeah. How did that go? Good. I thought it went really well. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I wish uh, I wish more people would have seen it, but uh, <laughs> um, no, the match was itself was. I got to see it, and uh, I'm sure your son was happy. He was there, and he got to see it. Yeah, he he, he had a blast. He the whole thing. Yeah, he uh, yeah, Brady uh, Brady loves wrestling, so it was pretty funny to watch him with it. Like every time, again, I uh, he loves watching me wrestle, but he also knows that uh, Dad doesn't win a lot, so it was pretty funny the 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 setup for that where I had to wrestle uh, Kenny Stryker before and, and beat him to to get the main event match against Masters. Uh, even after I won the match, I came back and he was like, "Oh, that's okay, Dad. You almost won." <laughs> <It was like, laughs> No, no, I actually won. He's like, oh, you did? Oh, yeah, you won. And he was like happy. And it's like, wow, I can't even get over with my kid. He can't, doesn't even think I can win what I actually do. But uh, oh. so that uh, that made me laugh pretty hard. But uh, yeah, no, the, the match itself with Bastards was, was a lot of fun. And it was great. And he was super friendly guy, super helpful and, and super, uh, super wanting to, you know, work together and, and help get uh, get me over at the same time. Right. And sometimes you get some guys who don't want to do much or don't. Uh, don't even care but like he watched that first match i had with striker and he was like man he's like i know this is going to be easy this is going to be fun let's do this mm-hmm. and he like saw stuff i did in the match he's like i want to i want you to do that in our match and we'll figure ways around this and it made it super easy because we literally didn't uh didn't talk until basically uh like 20 minutes before our match and, and put some ideas together and went out there and, and did it and so it worked out really well yeah, uh, some of those um, situations are are interesting when you have to wrestle twice in the same night for sure. Because like, yeah. if if I don't know what, how you are, but if 
me, I personally, I'd be like, all like, oh God, what am I doing for this first match? What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? And then, then it's over and then it's on to the next one. Right. Yeah. You like you, I've been lucky in situations like CWE. They're usually like the second one is just go and have fun for the second one, man. (laughs) Like, you know, and, and, and so like that, that comes with it a whole different uh, set of stresses. Whereas you're, cause you're not putting everything together. You're stressed about like, Oh, I hope I don't mess anything up on the fly, but you know, at least I won't forget anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It's just having that confidence, right? It's funny. um, Talking about those early tours I did when uh, with, CWF uh, back in the Ernie Todd days, the first tour I went on, which Danny Duggan brought us on. This is before we even had CWE. He, um, we were doing the shows, and there was <clears throat> there was five matches on the card, and I had to wrestle in the opening match under a hood um, against a guy named Mighty Mike Hammer, who was like a, a little person. Then I would wrestle in the third match as my regular gimmick against another guy and we would have that match end in like a, a schmoz like breakaway kind of thing and then it would go into intermission and we would wrestle the fourth match and the fourth match would be a six man and i'd have to wrestle in that as well so it'd be like a really small like four match card in these like random nowhere places and i'd be in three of the matches so it's like you, you had to learn pretty quick that you couldn't plan too much with it because again like you don't have the time to plan or to think about things and sometimes that's not the worst thing is just to be able to like not have the time to think about it before and talk about it too much and just kind of react to stuff in the ring and learn that way so yeah yeah it's it's definitely one of those things where like i've 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 been put in both situations where we're planning a lot and it's stressful because you don't want to forget anything and whatnot yeah. and you you know you sometimes you're like okay if there's something real big that you're a little nervous about like then you're psyched out but then like then you also like you would just go to the ring and and make it up on the fly then you really have to you, you know rely on your your improv skills and stuff and make sure you don't break any like cardinal rules and whatnot you know what yeah. i mean so exactly and sometimes those are more fun right like a match where you have a bunch of ideas and a bunch of really like cool things put together is always, it's always good. And like, you can have a lot of fun with it, but sometimes, you know, going out there and not having anything, but a couple ideas in your kind of in your pocket in case you need them is, is a lot of fun too. Right. And especially yeah. when you've wrestled a guy, you know, a few times and you've, you kind of know how they work. It's, you almost kind of can instinctually know what the other person's going for. And it, it really uh, sometimes really makes for good matches and a lot more fun that way. So. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I, I like like a mixture. Like you know, like to have some some parts of the match pretty intricately planned, and then some some parts yeah. of the match where it's just like, okay, then at this point we're just gonna do whatever comes to mind. You know. Yeah, exactly. But uh, and then like I, I of course am much more of like a I like like character stuff and 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 crowd interaction and that kind of stuff over. You know, I, I try and yeah. go out and do a bunch of like really crazy stuff with it's gonna result in me getting hurt. <laughs> you know, right. uh, I, I would have never guessed that with your gimmick. You know, I would have never thought that that's the way you thought of it. But, um, but I I do like don't get me wrong. I I don't want to be like uh I don't want people to think I'm a chicken. You yeah. Know? Uh, so like I I will every once in a while bust out something crazy, but it's it's very much so that 
people will go, oh, wow, he did something really nutty. <laughs> and then it usually doesn't even get that response. And I'm just like, hey, check out this thing I did. And people are like, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, again, because you can do that, especially with how yours is set up, like with the Canadian goose, it's like you can do one really cool big thing. And people are like, oh, look, he did something cool. But like, I mean, going like honk, honk like that with the kids gets you more more reaction than than you know 90 percent of the other stuff that's going on you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff gets you over and it works and why (laughs) why take a paul driver on the apron when you can uh when you can go honk and somebody can squeeze your nose and get the same reaction yeah uh, like uh, and 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 don't get me wrong like like the i the goose thing like i I, I I really do um, enjoy being the Canadian goose. It it makes my day when the whole place starts honking and stuff. Like oh for sure. Just like I feel like okay, like many years from now, people that are at this show were you know they're gonna remember the Canadian goose was there because they all honked and yeah, <laughs> it's a good time. Well, you know? again, my my son's like you know saw our match the one time and he's like in love with the Canadian goose. Like he loves animals and he loves wrestling. So like everything, everything about your, your persona is exactly what he loves. And he talks about Canadian goose all the time. So it's like, it it works that way. Right. So. I, I definitely appreciate that. And of course, like, uh, uh, my favorite people to wrestle in front of are our children and yeah. drunk people. <laughs> One day I hope to wrestle in front of drunk children, but oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> not yet. Um, uh, anyway, have you had uh, any other opportunities like uh, to wrestle any other uh, big name guys like Chris Masters and stuff? Um. Aside from that, I mean, the only other one that I have wrestled, I wrestled uh, Cole Cabana uh, back in the day. Um, oh, okay. When he was kind of in uh, the bigger side of these ROH run, I guess that would have been back. Um, geez, it probably would have been, you know, eight or nine years, eight, seven or eight years ago now. Um, yeah. Wrestled him. Uh, I had a chance to wrestle Shelton Benjamin, but that fell through over, um, you know, stupid Alberta politic wrestling that I like getting away. But, uh, uh, oh. really that's one that I kind of wish I'd have back as well but uh, those have been kind of it for the most part um, been a lot more just uh, yeah other guys on the card that way so um, have had a chance to wrestle guys that obviously are like big now that weren't at the time obviously um, like uh, like Big Raj um, Himande Maharaja obviously wrestled him back in the day when he was around with Stampede and that kind of stuff um, you know, Prince Pretty, uh, back when he first started, like I brought him out on his first tour back in the day as well. So I've wrestled those guys a ton back when they were, you know, before they got to the level. Um, but as far as guys, when they're at that level, not as much. Huh? Well, like, I mean, the, like, like, again, this is, this is baffling to me that you're, you're not being called upon for, yeah, training services or anything like you know, those are some pretty big names. Tyler Breeze is is pretty reputable as a trainer himself now, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He yeah, has he's, his own uh, wrestling school. Yeah, he's got like flatbacks or something like that now. Um, which yeah, like he's again, he's always been that kind of guy too. He's always obviously been a really, really smart wrestler and a really smart worker, and he 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 outgrew me pretty quick. So um, yeah, I know he's uh, he's a great guy that way too. So. Did you uh, wrestle with Harry Smith? 
I did. Um, I actually did get one match with him as well. I, as as you say that, I had a, a tag match with him one time for PWA back in the day as well. Um, but I love Harry. He's uh, he entertains me <laughs> to no end. He he loves the weird and especially the weird in wrestling. And and I don't know his sense of humor that way makes me uh, makes me laugh a lot. So um, I did get around like when I first started with Stampede, him. Uh, Natty Neidhart and uh, like uh, Tyson Kidd, uh, TJ were, were all around and still wrestling with them at the time. So um, never got to like do like one-on-one matches with any of them or anything like that. But obviously they were kind of around in the locker room at the time too. So yeah, that's wild. Uh, did you hear that they uh, Ted Hart is is returning to Alberta? Yeah, what's this like the fifth time he's trying to do that now? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I'm very hopeful that uh, everything goes well and whatnot. You know, I don't like bad things to happen, but it's, yeah, it's he, interesting characters for sure. Um, yeah, well, he was because he was supposed to be on a Waldro show or something, wasn't he? And then now, yeah, now, um, <clears throat> like Heart Legacy or something's coming back for for a tour. It looks like I heard so. Oh, okay. I, well, I didn't realize he was <laughs> off the uh, Wild Rose uh, show. I, I, I thought I heard he was. Maybe he's not. Maybe I'm wrong. But that's what oh, I. Okay. I don't know. Things are changing with that show. I hear it a lot too. So who knows? But yeah, it, it's it's a wild uh, scene right now. There's just like there's such an abundance of wrestling in Alberta. Yeah. yeah but, almost were too you much. part of the? Uh, did you do any of that stuff in Strathmore at the uh, like wrestling camp days or whatever? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I heard it went pretty well actually, but uh, I haven't. Um, <clears throat> this summer, I've been just so crazy busy with with family stuff and work and that kind of stuff that I, I haven't had a chance to do any of that. And then um, this month, same thing. And I've got uh, I've got uh, nose surgery actually coming up in a couple of weeks to to fix a broken nose from matches like 10 years ago so i i haven't i only wrestled i think once last month and i probably won't wrestle again until at least september now so okay well I, i'm yeah. i'm glad to hear that it, it's not <laughs> from your match with me i didn't no. i didn't hurt your nose <laughs> i i actually uh i really enjoyed our match i showed it to my uh cousin who is pretty much the only person i ever showed my matches to and he he yeah. thought it was one of the better ones i've had and uh, yeah, definitely. Like, I, if we want to talk about like innovative offense and stuff, like you did this cool, uh, famous or thing where you kind of came down with your shin on the back of my neck instead of like, yeah, the back of the neck, which is it was was pretty sweet. Where did you uh, come up with that? Um, it was actually uh, Chris Knight, uh, like Dylan Knight. It was his idea. Um, I don't know why we were wrestling in. Like PWA in Edmonton one time, and we were talking about different stuff. He's like, "It's like, oh, you should try doing this or whatever." And he like, gave it to me as like a throwaway thing I did one time, and it, it looked really cool, and it gets a good reaction. So like, I and it's an easy like it's an easy move. So I, I just kept doing it. Um, so I think he used to play, <coughs> excuse me, like Aussie football back in Australia, and apparently it's like the the knee thing's kind of like a knee up kind of thing that they do a lot on people's backs to like catch the ball or whatever. So that's where he got the idea from. Um, and basically, yeah, it was like he gave it to me and it was just, it looks cool and just decided to keep doing it. So I thought you were going to tell me that they used their the back of their knees to drive each other's heads into the ground in this like <laughs> hardcore might, like, soccer league. And I was like, like I might it, need to vicious. check out some soccer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's AFL, right? It's like Aussie rules football or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of like, 
yeah um, the, that sport's intense compared to even like rugby sometimes but uh yeah that's where like the idea the came NFL of australian football pretty, pretty much and it's big it's huge over there too so um yeah and the, i just kept using it and anytime i can use something that's cool and doesn't require a lot of a lot of like craziness to it and gets over you might as well keep doing it so did that yeah. and then when you can come up with a fun name for it too it always makes it easier so do you have a fun name for it that's the nearly famous it's oh, a play okay. on the famous famouser and the knee it's, it, okay it's one of those ones it's like uh it's like the simpsons with the b sharp it's like it sounds funny the first time and it's less funny every time you say it but. nearly famous <laughs> it's, uh, it's like i was thinking about almost famous and there's a film yeah. called almost yeah. famous uh i i I think it's about groupies or something. I haven't, <laughs> I can't remember. Um, but <laughs> I also really like your clothesline backbreaker thing. At least I really like the fact that you did it to me. And then some guy in the crowd was like, you killed him. <laughs> yeah. Again, another one that just like, I was really like, oh, cool, thankfully, but, but I hope it looked like he did. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's another one too, where I know, Someone was telling me that someone else has done it before, and I I don't know where I came up with the idea to try it. Like I used to do, like um, it was like I used to do like a short arm into like basically like rock bottom on the knee, and then it just kind of turned into this. And okay, I don't know, that's uh, cool too. I don't know why it came from there, but yeah. So, but just uh, like yeah, a, like a, a one snapping motion. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing, right? It's it's an easy bump for the bump for the guy, but because of just the way you snap onto it, it looks really cool and happens really quick and i think a lot of times like it's like anything right like with the moves if if it snaps and it looks quick and and fast like that's how you can get a good reaction out of a lot of stuff right so yeah 100 percent um is uh is there anyone in alberta that you've yet to face uh that you really um are clamoring to um like for guys that are kind of still active around, no, I think I've kind of at least had a chance at everybody. There's guys that would be fun to to kind of work more again. I always uh, always joke with Metal about working with him again because he used to be uh, I joke with him that he used to be no bump metal, and now he's big bump metal, and he like it would be a different match and stuff like that this time than we wrestled last time. But uh, um, for the most part, I, I think I've kind of wrestled most guys. It'd be fun to still obviously wrestle certain guys again now that. Uh, Bobby's healthy and back. It would be fun to to get back in there with him and do some more with him and, and that kind of stuff. And there's a bunch of guys that are always fun, but uh, I think for the most part, I think the one guy who I haven't wrestled yet, who always I think would have a lot of fun with because he seems to have good ideas, would be uh, Jack Pride. Um, I haven't oh, had a chance okay. to wrestle him yet, but he's younger. But as long as far as kind of guys who have been around for a little while, I've, I've I think I've had my my chance at least with everybody. So. Nice. I, I I also have yet to uh, have a chance to wrestle with uh, Jack Pride and uh, Bobby Sharp. There's got to be a long line of, of people that are wanting to get their hands on Bobby Sharp right now. You know. Oh yeah, it seems like it seems that yeah. way, right? So, yeah. He he had a really good match with uh, T Y Jackson uh, at he? the at the Love Wrestling Show. Yeah, and Pride's yeah. match against someone Son of Iris. Did you see the finish for that? I haven't. Uh, no, I haven't had a chance to watch any of that stuff. I'm not. Uh, I'm not TikTok friendly as they. To, oh, to okay. Well, things, yeah. So. I. I mean, it was posted on the Twitter, but like the. Oh, uh, okay. Son of Irish goes for the the shooting star press, and Jack, uh, Jack Pride gives him the code breaker out of midair. It's Jesus. It's, 
Yeah, it was very nice. impressive. And I, I oh, is, okay, there's yeah. the the one I'm not going to forget from this show. Yeah, that's yeah, good timing. But, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was. It was pretty incredible, uh, yeah. for sure. Um, so, do you have any uh, big matches uh, coming up on on your docket? Is there? Do you have anything that you're currently uh, scheduled for? Um, no. Yeah. Like again, like I said, with, uh, kind of with how busy my, my summer has been and then, uh, the no stuff coming up, I, I haven't, uh, haven't really booked much. Cause again, I don't know what the, the timeline for recovery is. I know it's not much more than like a month, but I, I don't know. And, uh, so kind of just waiting to see where, where everything falls and everything lies before I kind of start planning that out. But I know I'll, uh, I'll have those kind of things started to be figured out here soon, but right now just going to take a little time and, Maybe make people miss me a bit. Well, I <laughs> I, I have heard that um, you know there's the old saying, "How can you miss me if you never go away?" or something like that. Exactly. Uh, in wrestling, and I mean, you do find like sometimes like with if I've been on shows like in Edmonton every single weekend, and then you have to take like a couple of weeks off, and then you show up again, you get kind of a warm welcome, which is yeah always nice. Uh, Alrighty. Well, uh, with you not having uh, any any big matches uh, coming up, I do hope that your your nose surgery goes well. I uh, I would like to say that, um, like again, uh, I wrestled you in Red Deer, and I think we had a tremendous match. And I would love to wrestle you again, uh, whether it be in Red Deer or Edmonton or wherever, uh, and for Canadian Wrestling's Elite or whoever you know, like. Uh, I would I would definitely like to see you come back to RCW and and do more uh, crazy stuff with us, but you know I'm yeah there's all there's all kinds of great places to wrestle right now and and I would love to cross paths with you on any of them because yeah. it was fun. Bring it bring it on yeah no I, I liked our match a lot too it was a lot of fun it was really good balance I think where we we found a good work between kind of working the crowd with uh, the gimmicks and then actually um, the the actual substance in the match it, it worked out really well and it was it was fun i think there's there's a lot more good stuff that we could do uh doing that kind of stuff over again so um, yeah just yeah. Uh, just get me booked and, and i'll be there a hundred percent like uh i i have definitely uh mentioned your name to squig a, a time or two for sure uh yeah, i just i just has to return my text messages when i send them that's all yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I, I, I don't know if he watches this or or not. I, I have no idea. Well, let's find out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> if if you end up uh, on RCW shows against me, then, then yeah. we'll know that. You know. Yeah. Well, if you get some messages, you, you get some if messages. If I say, "Oh, did you?" Yeah. 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 Yeah, something like that. You know, I have he'll, a feeling it, it would be it would be something like he would just book it on the off chance, and then I'd be like, "Oh, did you watch our Monday Night Shaw?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, totally did." And meanwhile, <laughs> no, 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 he, he didn't. Uh, no, not a chance. Um, but anyway, uh, Derek, uh, you're always a, uh, a pleasure to speak to and uh, somebody I, I like to see in the locker room and somebody I enjoyed tremendously uh, uh, competing with. So I, I, I appreciate like that. Say, I do hope we get to do uh, something like that again. And I want to thank you for uh, coming on the show today and uh, being a part of Monday Night Shaw. Yeah. And uh, is there is there anything else that uh, I've neglected to ask you about that I, I, I should ask you about? Um, 
No, I think that I think that kind of covers it. It's uh, a pretty uh, pretty thorough uh, investigation there. We chatted about everything. It I think uh, that covers it. Okie dokie. Well, I, I hope you had fun here um, doing your first podcast. Uh, one of the things that we often do on podcasts at the end of the show is uh, I'm going to give you the the stage now to just plug your uh, social medias and whatnot. So uh, where can people get a hold of you if people would like to, uh, you know, speak to you or even if they want to like uh, book you on the show or whatnot? Um, yeah, I guess the easiest way to, to do that would be, uh, be through uh, with the Twitter there at Crostitute One uh, on that. Message me through there. It'd be the best. I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, Crostitute. <laughs> okay. Have we have we never have we never discussed this on the the name of the the fans? Derek Cross, the uh, prostitutes. Uh, no, I think I saw oh. you wearing a T-shirt that said that once, and it it, I, yeah. it really uh, you know it tickled me, but yeah. I, I wasn't aware that that was your social media presence. That's, yeah, that's awesome. so that's uh, that's uh, an old uh, Brady Roberts or Brady Malibu thing. He started calling uh, my fans prostitutes, so that's that's where that would be. So it's like, yeah, cross with an E on the end. So uh, prostitutes one is uh, is the is the Twitter, and uh, through there is the best way to find me for any of that kind of stuff. Okay, solid. I'll have to get uh, who whomever edits this uh, episode of Monday Night Shaw to to put it down there at the bottom of the text <laughs> so I can actually read it too. Because yeah, it's popping me. All right, yeah. buddy. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. I I really do uh, appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man. Anytime. And, I appreciate you having me. Right on, man. Thank you very much, and uh, say hello to your uh, your little boy there uh, from the old Canadian Goose, Hong Kong. I will. I will. He'll be excited for that for sure. Okie dokie, brother. Uh, thank Cheers. you very much. You too. Yeah, thanks, man. Take care.